crying adored so young the instant queen a rich beautiful thing of all the talents a cross between a fantasy of the bedroom and a saint and you were just a backstreet girl hustling and fighting scratching and biting high flying adored did you believe in your wildest moments all this would be yours that you'd become the lady of them all where there stars in your eyes when you crawled in that night from the bars from the sidewalks from the gutter theatrical don't look down it's a long long way to fall Exactly clear, a shame you did it all at 26. There are no mysteries now, nothing can thrill you, no one fulfill you. High flying adored, I hope you come to terms with boredom, so famous, so easily. So soon is not the wisest thing to be You won't care if they love you It's been done before You'll despair if they hate you You'll be drained of all energy All the young who've made it would agree We've had a thoroughly entertaining morning here in the Headliners Theatre on board P&O Iona. I think this is a first, doing a little uh, chat from, uh, from a cruise liner. Jamie Hayes is here, who has um, entertained the crowds. But, but perhaps, Jamie, uh, would I be not far off the mark when I said that the audience here, the numbers, the capacity, may well be uh, that of a, a theatre that perhaps would only um, aspire to, to dream of these days? Or are we still getting the crowds in the, our theatre productions? Uh, well, I think post-Covid has been a struggle, you know. I think people tell me, and I, from what I see, it is getting back to normal, slowly, but it's 
it's expensive and shows are becoming expensive again. Uh, we used to be sort of high, in England, West End, we used to be half mm. the price of Broadway. Mm. Americans come, could come over here and by the you know, price of their plane ticket, they could see three or four shows and still make a profit from seeing the same shows on Broadway. But that's all changed now, I think. Mainly insurance is now very, very expensive because a show can close if we get anything that closes theatres again. So we've had we've once bitten, twice shy, I think. But I think it's all coming back. Musicals are being written. Producers are being more careful. You know, I spoke today about subjects people already know. You know, Mrs Doubtfire's just opened and Groundhog Day has just opened and, and so we're sort of, you know, a bit like the Billy Elliot and... And back to the future, we're sort of getting ready-made subjects and they shove 14 songs into, which worries me slightly. I like the originality of a new work. But Hamilton has been a great game-changer. Yes. Very successful, very new. And who would have thought a a musical about a Caribbean founding father of American finance? You know, I think... There must must still be plenty of themes out there which which have not yet been... I think so. I mean, who would have thought a big, huge 19th century novel by Victor Hugo called Les Miserables? You know, immediately nicknamed the Glums when it arrived all those years ago. It's probably the biggest selling show in history. So, yeah, it's still there. And um, it'll, it won't go away because the musical theatre is, is, is a great night out. Um, I, and let's hope it continues. It's I suspect that when you, uh, when you take to the stage, uh, you must live in a little bit of uh, trepidation of uh, making sure that you cram in the inordinate number of popular musicals so as not to disappoint any member of the audience you've not had any brick is it mainly been bouquets rather than brickbats perhaps today you mean with these talks well it's almost impossible I leave so many out (laughs) and there's always somebody who comes up and says oh you did someone came up to me I did this speech speak talk once before and somebody immediately confronted me in the coffee bar what was it saying you didn't mention Chicago my favourite musical and it's a great musical but I said I didn't mention about 3,000 other musicals but I, I should put it back in just in case they come back. But no, it's a whistle-stop tour. It's 45 minutes. The history of musicals in 45 minutes is daft. And all I really try to uh, alight on is the game-changers, the people, for me, who, who just set the bar high for the next guy. So you're talking Cole Porter, you're talking um, Jerome Kern, you're talking Andrew Lloyd Webber, you know, you're talking those Frenchmen who wrote Les Mis, which, which means it's great, because that scares the hell out of everybody else. And if we all knew it was going to be a hit musical... We'd all be millionaires. I've worked <laughs> on plenty true. of failures, and I've, you know, giving a talk on a musical tomorrow that was very successful. But yeah. they're not all. I mean, you know, the hit rate is 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 rubbish for a wannabe producer. And now shows are very very expensive to put on. We always ask our guest, and thank you for joining me. We we, we always ask our guest uh, if he or she would like to choose perhaps their favourite all-time song from a musical. Would that be too big a ask for you, Jamie, given that you've been involved in so many? I don't know. I think you have to get asked what's your favourite musical and it always shifts about. But I'm going to say my favourite musical is Guys and Dolls, a classic Frank Loessa, Abe Burroughs. And I think the opening song, which was never going to be there, they put it in very late just to try and set up what the show's about because it took a while to get going. It's called The Trumpet Tin Horn. Three mug punters all, all think they've got a song, all think they've got a horse. <laughs> one's called Valentine, one's called uh, Epi- uh, was it Valentine, who's on the morning line. Another one's got another horse. I think that's a brilliant, brilliant uh, um, opening of any show. So I think I'd probably... And one other shout for just a great song. I think words are so important. You know, good lyrics will make a great song. And I think Tim Rice's lyric and Andrew's song, High Flying Adored. Oh. 
from Evita says so much in a, and it almost makes me cry with the hubris and ambition of where the show and that woman has got to. So that would be a standout. I've, I've been with students and if you study that song, there's nothing in it that's loose or throwaway. It's a really compact jewel of a musical song. Well, as it's you and because you've been so kind and generous with your time, you can have both. Oh, Jamie, thank you ever so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. I got the horse right here, the name is Paul Revere And here's a guy that says if the weather's clear Can do, can do This guy says the horse can do If he says the horse can do Can do, can do I can do, Valentine, cause can on the do. morning line The this guy has guy got him figured at five to nine But if he says the horse can do I go for Valentine, cause on the morning line The guy has got him bigger than five tonight So if you can't fix tap, he's in by a half According to this here in the telegraph Epitaph I got the horse right